the name of the Lord and we glorify the King of glory. It's a privilege to be here this morning in the house of the Lord and we love Jesus our Savior and we love his people. So I bring greetings to you from Accra, Ghana, from my wife and children and my pastor brother David and uh, I've been in some few places, and all the believers asked me to pass their greetings to the church over here. I'm happy to be here. Thank our precious brother Ed for giving me this opportunity to be here. And uh, let's just have a word of prayer. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, humbly we come before you. Our hearts are full of thanksgiving. For great is thy faithfulness unto us. Morning by morning new mercies we see. And all that we have had need of, thou hast provided. And you keep providing for us. We thank you for life. We thank you so much, even for strength, physically and spiritually. We thank you for the daily provisions, spiritually and physically. And we thank you for gathering us in your house. We thank you for all the message bestowed upon each and every one of us. And Heavenly Father, this morning we are looking up to thee. For our help cometh from thee. Our strength cometh from thee. And we ask that you forgive us of our shortcomings. And we pray that you step us aside. And minister unto every need that is represented here. Oh, great physician. Touch us spiritually and touch us physically. May none of us ever go back the same. May we be made better than when we came in and stronger and healthier. May we be blessed and be refreshed. We know you are more than able to do it. And we look up to you, Father. We also want to pray for Israel, the only nation that is called by your name. In this hour of crisis and difficulties, may you undertake for them. And may you protect all the innocent ones in that region. Lord, we bless your name. 
remember us too. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray with faith and thanksgiving. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's open the scriptures and read from the book of Joshua this morning. Joshua chapter 10. Joshua chapter 10, and then we read also from the Gospel of St. Mark chapter 10. Joshua chapter 10. <clears throat> Let's read from verse 12. <clears throat> Shall we hear the word of the Lord? Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And they stand too still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. It's not this written in the book of Jeshua. So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it, that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man. For the Lord fought for Israel. Amen. Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. Let's read from verse 46. <clears throat> And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great multitude of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timas, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? 
The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. Amen. Shall we be seated? So we bless the name of the Lord for this opportunity to be in the house of the Lord. And uh, our Lord is so good. And his message endureth forever. And I also want to thank God that his grace also spare my life and give me this opportunity to be here this morning. Last year by this time, I was very sick. I was so sick, I could not do nothing. And uh, the Lord has been good to me. I knew you were praying for me because Ed was aware and uh, I even thought of coming to Canada for a while at that time, but I, I was just not aware. And that was, uh, I was diagnosed with, uh, uh, in the first place, they said my prostate became so big and uh, it was even difficult for me to, to peace. And then also, they said there was a cancer at part of it. So, well, for some time before I left, I came to the United States. That was uh, last year, July of last year. And I have to stay in the U.S. for about uh, almost for nine months. And uh, before I came to the U.S., I was uh, trying to see a doctor. But, uh, I traveled out to Liberia for some meetings. I went and I, I planned to stay for about two weeks, but when I got there, the situation that I met there compared me because the brothers didn't want me to leave, so I was compared to stay for seven weeks. And I had some medication that I was taking at that time, so because I just planned for two weeks, uh, the medication got finished, but uh, it's all right. I stayed and did uh, what I, I, I was able to do at that time. So then I came back home and I wanted to go back uh, to Sierra Leone, also part of West Africa. But then just before I went, I thought of going, I was feeling some pains and I said, okay, Monday, this is Sunday, I preach Sunday morning. And I said, okay, Monday, I have to go and see the doctor. But before the day broke, I was rushed to the hospital. I could not pee. And then uh, I have to be treated and uh, they just, okay, do some lab tests and things and they find out that ah, there is a, the prostate has become so big and then also um, uh, there is cancer and whatever. All right, but uh, I was not much when I heard about cancer. The only thing that came to me, do you fear cancer? I just remember the message, Brother Brown preached, do you fear cancer? I said, no. And so, well, from there, it was a lot of challenges, and uh, I, I was having so much pains, and so much pains, and I, was, I took different type of medications, and 
I, it was not working. I was just pacing the day, pacing the night, and I, it was sleepless night for me. And then my whole family was troubled, and somehow uh, the my family and the brother got in touch with Brother Barry Coffee, and he asked to call said, Brother Timothy, if you can travel out, just travel and come to the U.S. We, we have good doctors. We see our best we can. So I came in, and then I have to do different tests and see the doctors and here and there. And then, so they fixed a the time for the surgery to be done. That was uh, November 14 last year. So it was done, and uh, thank God it was successfully done. And, uh, and then after, okay, they did the surgery on the 14th, and I think on the 15th of November, I was the church. But then coming back home, there were some other challenges that came in. And it happened even at a point, okay, I went back to the hospital. They asked me to come and do some cystogram or something they want to see. If uh, the stitches in, whatever they did work, the work they did inside, if it was uh, healed. So when I went in, they said, no, it, there's a little portion that um, has not been. So you have to come back in another 10 days. So the 10 days came and I went with my wife. And uh, so they placed me on the table like this to take the cystogram and then. I don't know what happened. I began to, I was shaking like somebody was shaking the whole table. Boop, 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 boop. So the doctor and the nurse said, what is happening? I said, I don't know. I didn't know what happened again. I only saw myself in the emergency ward. So then my wife said, okay, they came and called her. She said, who brought Timothy Ashon? And then she came out and then the, she just stood there and the, they tried to fix gadget from me and things said that, but they said that everything, the old system, my system was just shutting down, kidneys, everything. So where they did what they could, and she was there just praying, and that's why I ended uh, to the emergency. But I thank God so much again, and I said, Satan, you miss it again, because. When we were leaving to the hospital, just the two of us were at home at that time. We were staying with a nephew and a sister of mine. And so at this time, they've traveled out to Africa. So just myself and my wife were home. And so if this challenge I had, if I had it at home, it would have been very difficult because we would not have known what to do to call 911 and the closest brother that was with us has to drive for 45 minutes before he can get to us. So I said, Satan, you miss it again. <laughs> and it always makes me to confess what the prophet of God said. That until God has finished with you, nothing can take you out of here. I strongly believe in that. So if you see me here this morning standing, I'm standing here to testify to the glory of the Lord Amen. that our God is more than able. Amen. Hallelujah. And then after this, all this while, I want you to take note of it. I have to wear the catheter for nine months. 
I want it for nine good months. And um, after this incident or whatever happened, then the, I came back home after discharge at six days, and they said it was, uh, what happened? There was blood infection. They said E. coli, whatever they call it. And so they now tried to work and it, find what antibiotics to use and different things they were trying to take care of. But the Lord also saw us through that hour too. And uh, I was discharged. And I came back home and stayed in the United States. And after, after a while, I could not even walk. If I have to take my, so much in pains, what is happening? So at a point, I have to use a wheel. That's a, the four walker, something to be walking. I could not walk. I could not raise my leg. From here to there or from there to here. But thank God again for his grace. That today I can raise it. And not again, not just that, I can even run. Praise the name of the Lord. So God is good. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Listen. Let's continue to trust the Lord. The Lord is more than able. I remember when I was leaving home, the doctor that I was seeing over there in Ghana told me, oh yeah, we can do this treatment here. And he said, you know, sometimes people go to overseas, they treat them, and then they come back and they have to wear pampers all the days of their lives. It was him, I said, what is this? Okay, but I went in. After the catheter was removed, after nine months, I have to be wearing pampers. I became a big baby boy. But by the grace of Almighty God, as I stand here today, I don't wear no pampers. Amen. You know, when God does something for us, we have to testify. Because God loves to hear that. So don't be ashamed to testify when the Lord does something for you. Because God did it so that others must hear that. And sometimes when we have challenges and trials, then we wonder why it should be me. Sometimes you might be looking, you might be going through something this morning, and you might be thinking, why should it be me? But my question always is that, why shouldn't it be you? Why do I suffer? Why do I have this problem? Why am I having this challenge? Even though I believe in God, why do I have this? But there is no scripture that tells us that if you believe in God, you will not have trial. Brother Brown told us, the more lawyer you are, the more the test. And the prophet taught us that if you have a trial, you find favor with God. And that God has confidence in you. And God knows that you will stand the trial. May God give us grace to be lawyer, to be fervent, 
and be fair. So if you see me standing here, I'm standing here by the grace of God. And God spared my life because he knew I, would be, I have to be here this morning. And I have to stand behind the sacred desk again. Because he has not finished with me. The prophet says sometimes a witness has to suffer a little. So he has a purpose for whatever trials, for whatever challenge, for whatever difficulties he allows to come on your way. And the prophet of God said, God don't want to see his children complaining and memories. God don't like that. He wants us to come to a point to stand like Job and no man redeem and leave us. We should not blame God because he has a purpose for each and every one of us. And I also said we should not even compare ourselves to one another because the Bible says that they that do such things are not wise. And we should remember that each and every one of us is different. And we are made differently for different purposes. So don't compare your life, don't compare yourself to anybody. We are different. Young men, we are different. Young women, we are different. Mothers and fathers, we are all different. And the Lord has a purpose for each and every one of us. And sometimes the devil wants you just to look at yourself. And when you look at yourself, you feel pity. And then you say, why me? And then, and you look around and you say, oh, everybody is fine. Only me. Why am I having these troubles? But that's a lie of the devil. You are not the only one having challenges. You are not the only one. So don't have uh, pity yourself. Everyone that is here this morning, from the pulpit to the pew, all around, everybody has a challenge. Everybody has a trial. But it depends on how you conduct yourself in your trials. Like I've often said to people, there was a time Paul and Silas were arrested. They were beaten. They were arrested and they were beaten and they were thrown into jail for the preaching of the gospel, for witnessing for Jesus Christ. And so when this happened, when they threw them into jail, they decided to sing. They decided to worship. They decided to clap their hands. And they sang so much until the prison, he said other prisoners heard them singing. This was in jail. Other prisoners heard them singing. And it is difficult for us to sing when we come to church. God have mercy upon us. These were people that should be crying. Because they have been beaten for nothing that they did just to preach the gospel. And they counted it a joy. 
for suffering what they were suffering, they could have sat down and they could have been complaining and they could have been murmuring and they could have been blaming somebody and somebody and somebody. But they choose to praise God and to make the devil ashamed. They made the devil ashamed. And we should come to a spot to know whom we have believed and stand for Jesus Christ and make Satan ashamed. Even in our trials, even in our difficulties, stand as a believer. Stand as a child of God. The one that knows whom he believes. And the one that knows and can say, I know all things will work together for my good. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. They begin to praise the Lord. They begin to worship the Lord. And remember, nothing happens to any of us accidentally. All right. And so, they were singing and they were praising God. And the Bible said, and the prison doors open. There is power in praises. The prison doors open. Everything open. And I said, they could have run away. They could have said, because Peter also was thrown into jail. And the angel of the Lord came in at midnight when the believers were praying. And I said, God did not come in. The angel did not come at midnight because the angel was afraid. The angel of the Lord was not afraid. But that is how he chose to go there at that time. Because the believers were praying. At that midnight hour, so he came down, believers were praying, and they went to jail to be with Peter. And I said, when the angel of the Lord went to the jail, the angel of the Lord was not working like this. So that nobody will hear him. No. When he got there, he was in charge. He was in control. And the Bible says, and the chain fell off. Peter was sleeping in the midst of two soldiers and the chains fell off. And I pray that your chains also will fall off. Because the angel of the Lord was there. So the chains fell off. And the angel said, get up, Peter. Take your shoes, take your sandals, take your, follow me. God has a time. God has a program. And God has a purpose for your life, for my life, for everything that he does. So we as children of God, let's believe, let's trust him, let's confess. God is faithful. And until God has finished with us, nothing can take us out of here. Hallelujah. Well, Paul and Silas, they could have said, oh, do you remember how Peter ran out of, got out of the prison, the angels took him out. Yes, the angel did it. The angel went forward before Peter, and this gate opened, and that gate opened, and that gate opened. Hallelujah. That same angel of the Lord go before each and every one of us and open the gate for us and make a way for us and clear the path for us. Hallelujah. I believe so much in the angel of the Lord, the captain of our salvation. Hallelujah. Now, Paul and Silas could have run away, but they stayed there. Why? They stayed there. 
Until the Bible told us that in the morning, when the officer got up from his sleep and he saw the door open, he took sword. He wanted to kill himself. He said, no. Don't do your seven evil. We are here. Why did he want to kill himself? I believe that officer might have seen a lot of jailbreaks. Prisoner ran out and the consequence. If you're an officer and somebody is kept in your charge and the fellow runs, then you give your life. So he wanted to kill himself. He said, no. Paul said, we are here. We have not gone anywhere. Wow. He brought them out. He cleaned them. His attitude changed. His attitude changed towards them. Oh, these people are not bad people. Well, I've never seen prisoners like this. May God help us. The next thing, he said, what shall I do to be saved? Why did Peter, I mean, Paul and Silas went to jail because of that man and his family? If they have run out, that man and his family would have been lost. And you will not be reading this story about him. That's when Paul said, repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou and thy household shall be saved. Because they did not run away. Because they did not pity themselves. So, the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. Nothing will go wrong with what God has purposed to do. And whatever he brought us here for, he will see to it that it is accomplished. So let's continue to trust the Lord. And let's believe the Lord. And let's hold on to God's word. Until God has finished with us, nothing can take us. And so I stand here this morning and I testify to you. And I testify to the glory of God and to the shame of the devil. Because I said to God, I said, God Almighty... If you take me and pull me through, I know. I said, I'm going to testify wherever I go. And I said, I will testify to your glory and I will testify to the shame of the devil. I said, I'm speaking now. He's a shame of himself. He could not retard me. God brought me back. And I'm here in the name of the Lord. And what am I saying to you this morning? Joshua, stop the S-U-N. By faith. And you can also stop the S-O-N by faith. Joshua, stop the S-U-N. In the hour of crisis and difficulties. And the sun was going down. And the moon was coming. And this brother called Joshua... Commissioned by the Lord. The Lord told him, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you. I will be with you. God told Joshua, my servant Moses is gone. Rise up and lead the people. 
I'm saying to Joshua, I'm saying to you, as I was with Moses, I will, I will be with you. And I will not fail you. But Joshua, I want you to be very courageous. Be thou courageous. And meditate upon that which Moses, my servant, has given to you. Don't deviate to the left or to the right. Just stay exactly with what he has given to you. And I'm saying to you, Joshua, wherever the soul of your face are trod upon, I give to you. And I'm telling you, Joshua, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. But don't forget, and God told him, but be very courageous. Whatever commission and promises that God gave to us, you have to be courageous. You have to know where you are standing. You have to know whom you have believed. And you have to hold on to the word of the Lord. No man shall be able to stand before you. And Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail. I strongly believe in that in this one of the scriptures that I love so much. I will build my church. There will be gate of hell, but it can never prevail. And the church means call out once. And we that have been called out, just like our father Abraham was called out, there will be trials, there will be challenges, there will be difficulties, but rest assured, it cannot prevail. Joshua, stop the S-U-N. God, God told him, I will be with you. And he believed what God told him. And we have to believe the word of the Lord. Now, like I said, listen, we have the Bible called our father Abraham. We have the book of Hebrews 11 that talks about the heroes of faith. We have Noah that we read about here and there. Noah didn't have anything written like we have today. Abraham, they just heard the word of the Lord. But you and I, we have a whole book with us. We have a whole book. We have a book of testimonies. The words of God. Men and women that heard the voice of God. Men and women that God spoke to them. Men and women that were convinced about the word of the Lord. Because the Bible tells us that he that cometh to God must believe. That he is, and, the, and he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So you must first believe that there is God. And he is who he says he is. He is what he says he is. And he is one with his word. You must believe that. And take God for what he says he is. And take him for what he says you are. The prophet of God said, Jesus had faith in what the word of God says. Amen. What the word of God says about him, he believed it. And do you also believe what the word says about you? Because Jesus believed what the word says. That's why he told him, destroy this body in three days, I'll raise it again. Because it has been spoken. Because it has been prophesied. And he believed that. 
He that cometh to God must believe. Amen. You must believe. That God is there, and God is real, and God is faithful, and God is the Savior, and God is the healer, and God has no change. He said, I am the Lord, and I change it not. Amen. And the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. These things have to be made flesh in us. Amen. These things has, become, has to become a revelation. It has to be made flesh in you and me. We have read it, we have been reading it, but this thing has to be real to us. And be made flesh in us. Take God for what he says. And believe God for what he says. What are we saying? You can stop the sun, the S-O-N, by faith. And we have been taught, we have heard so many things on faith. And we will continue to hear it. To remind ourselves that he that cometh to God must believe. You have to believe. No matter what is taught or preached to us or read to us, you must believe what God says. And take God at his word. And confess the word of the Lord. Brother Abraham told us, whatever we confess is God will make our body obey our confession. Hallelujah. Oh, God is real, brothers and sisters. Yes, God is alive. And God, when he has not finished with you, he has not finished with you. I remember last year by this time, I could not, as I, said, I could not even walk. I could not raise my leg and put it here or take it up here. They have to hold me. When I sit in the car, I back try to sit and then they have to lift my leg and put it here. In pains. And all that I believe. And I continue to testify. I said, this also shall pass. I said, this also shall pass. And it's gone. By the grace of Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. I, when I lie down, Brother Ed, when I sit down, I could not, they have to pull me out. When I lie down, I could not turn this way and I could not turn that way. I just to be laying down like this. I was helpless. I could not do anything. They have to cleanse me. They have to wash me. I was helpless. Who tell you God is not there? God is alive. Amen. Who tell you God is not real? God is real. When I went back home and, and the, the pastor called me and said, resurrected, resurrected Timothy. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So whatever condition, whatever challenge, whatever difficulties you are going through, don't give up. Amen. And I said, don't let the devil torment you with fear of death. Amen. And I said, look, Satan, I'm going to testify. And I thought, if you testify, you'll be sick again. I said, praise the Lord. If I get sick again, he will heal me again. Amen. Don't be afraid. Amen. Until God has finished with it, nothing can take us out of here. Amen. We didn't bring ourselves here. He brought us here. Amen. And he has a purpose for your life, and he has a purpose for my life. Amen. 
So don't live in fear because he has not given us the spirit of fear. He has given us the spirit of sons and daughters to cry, Abba, Father. We are God's own people. We are God's elect. Hallelujah. Brother Branham said, sometimes when we speak about faith, we make it as something that is very difficult. He said, faith. Faith, he said, it is the most common thing there is. You can't even get a drink of water without faith. You couldn't come to these meetings without faith. You cannot move your finger without faith. We try to press it out and make it something that no one can take a hold of. It's so simple that you go over the top of it trying to find it out. Faith is the substance of things so for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith in the finished work that Christ did for us at Calvary. He said it's so common, but we make it complicated. We try to imagine it. But he said, the prophet said, listen. Without faith, you could not have even come to church. It's as you are sitting down. Is there any fear that you will not be able to get up? No. If I say, let's all raise our hand. Let's raise our hands. Everybody raise hand. Raise hand. Raise hand. Raise hands. Okay, okay. Okay, bring it down. Will you have any fear that if you raise your hand, it will be locked in the air? No. He said, that is how simple faith is. But we make it complicated. And then we look at ourselves and we think, I cannot do it. I don't think it's for me. It's for you. It is that simple that God gave to you. But why are you ruling yourself out? Why are you ruling yourself out? You don't have to be any special person. You just have to be a believer. You just have to forsake your ways and take his ways. You just have to die to your thoughts and take his thoughts. Let this mind, which was in Christ, be in you. And when Christ was here, he said, my meal is to do the will of him that sent me. And I've said to people that the only way that we can serve God is to lose your mind. You say, what are you saying? That's what I'm saying. You have to lose your mind. When you lose your mind, get the mind of Christ. You can't serve God with your own mind. We have to lose our mind. And the mind of God is his word. So it does not matter what you think or what you feel and how you feel. Take what God says. Our fathers of old, they depend on what God said. 
They cast out reasons. Think about Noah that was told to build an ark. Take Gopher will take God specified and told him exactly what he wants him to do. God told him, use this. There were other woods, there were other materials, but God specified the materials he wants him to use. And so no matter what the idea and the mind of Noah was, he has to forsake it. And others might have come and ah, but why are you doing this? Uh, yeah, God told me to do it that way. But there's a better material than this. This one is harder. This one is harder than this one. Well, it's not what is harder than this one. It is what God says should be done. Faith, genuine faith, resists on what God said. So no matter what you're thinking and my thinking and my feelings, is just put that aside. Praise the name of the living God. Oh, hallelujah. Listen, what are we talking about? You can stop the S-O-N by faith. As the son told us, reach out and touch the Lord. And you will find it's not too busy to hear your heart cry. It's not too busy. The prophet speaking to us and he told us about blind Bartimaeus and Jesus was going uh, to Jerusalem with the load of sin on his shoulder. He said, and they might have thrown through rotten tomatoes or pot, uh, whatever against Jesus. And he, he knew what was ahead of him. He, he was facing the cross. Death was before him. Rejection was before him. He's going to be stripped naked. All kinds of things before him. Yet when he was passing by and this blind man, that's all that we heard about him, blind Bartimaeus. He was not a priest. We didn't know he said blind Bartimaeus. That's what the Bible talked about him. And he heard. He said, who? They said Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. Faith cometh by hearing. He might have heard many things about Jesus of Nazareth. But now he's coming, he's passing by. Very close to him. And he began to cry and he was saying, Oh, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He didn't even know what direction he was coming from. He was just hearing noise. He has no eyes to see. His eyes were blind. The light he could not see. But he heard. Faith came out by hearing. And he began to cry. Oh, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the people tried to quiet him down. Keep, keep quiet. I thank God the Bible says, but he cried the more. Don't let anything make you to keep quiet. Brother Brown said, the baby that cries much, he gets attention. And he said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open to you. He said, what is it? Ask persistently. Seek 
persistently. Knock persistently. It shall be open. You will get it. He began to cry, and they tried to keep him quiet. And he said, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to keep quiet now. I'm not going to keep quiet now. And he cried them all, and he cried them all, and he kept crying, and he kept crying. He could not see. Remember, Jesus was just passing by. It was not even in a church. When he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, and be there. He was just passing. Let alone when you are in the church. His house. God's house. They tried to keep him quiet. Say, no, I'm not going to keep quiet for nobody today. Nobody. If it is Jesus. If it is Jesus. You said Jesus of Nazareth. That prophet of Nazareth. If it is him. I'm not going to keep quiet. And he cried out the more. And the Bible said. And Jesus stood still. He stopped the S-O-N. Blind Becker. He was a blind man. And I think as all blind Bartimaeus. I said, if I'm in a position to take off my parents, I will not let them be beggars. Why should I let my father or my mother be a beggar if I can afford to take care of him? So this fellow might not have anybody. A poor man. That's why he was begging. Maybe if he has people to be taking care of him, he will not be begging. But maybe there was nobody. His garments were old, tattered. A poor man. But you don't have to be a rich man to stop him. You don't have to be special. You just have to believe him. Brother Branham said, God wants us to believe him. And he stopped the sun. And Brother Branham said, it was not his voice, it was his faith. Have faith. Have faith in the Lord. Have faith in the word of the Lord. Have faith in God's infallible word. Hallelujah. Faith stop him. And he stopped there. And he said, bring him to me. The very people that were telling Blind Bartimaeus to keep quiet, they said, brother, be of comfort now. He's calling you. The very people that were trying to quiet him, they said, oh, be of good comfort. He's calling you. Don't keep quiet. Don't hold your peace. Knock the door. Seek his face. He says, seek me and you will find me. You can stop the sun. You can't stop him. By faith. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So remember, faith is a very little thing, common thing. Don't make it complicated. The prophet said, Joshua stopped the sun, the S-U-N, by faith. But blind Bartimaeus stopped the S-O-N by faith. 
And that same faith will bring him down from glory where he controls the solar system and the universe. By faith, blind Bartimaeus stopping. Joshua stopped the S-U-N and Bartimaeus stopped the S-O-N. And the prophet said here, the message, who is God? Joshua stopped the sun, the S-U-N. Is that true? Yes. Somebody said all things are possible with God. Nothing impossible with God at all. Yes, all things are possible with God. But listen to what he says too. But all things are possible to you also. Nothing impossible to them that believes. So not all things are possible to God and with God, but all things are possible to you and I. Don't just be looking at me. Say amen to the word of God. All things are possible to you too. That's what we are here. That's what the message of the hour is about. That's why he wants us to come to recognition of that all things are possible with us. Not only Abraham, not only Isaac, not only William Branham, but every believer. Those that believe all things are possible. We are not serving a dead God. We are serving a living God. The God of William Branham is here. The God of Abraham is here. The God of Isaac is here. The God of our fathers is here. What good will a painter fire do to a man that is freezing in this school? We need real fire. And that is the word of God. That is believing what God says. All things are possible with you too. Say amen to that. All things are possible. Brother Bram said, he brought it right down and made you. Just for you to know that it is also possible with you. And Brother, Brother Bram said that today we are living under privileged lives. He said, uh, he said, well, I am afraid. That Holy Ghost born men, the church doesn't know their authority. Men doesn't realize their authority. The authority that God has permitted to his church. He said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. That whatsoever you bind on the earth will be bound in heaven. I give you power over serpents and over all kinds of diseases. Oh, nothing shall harm you. And the prophet continued and said, exercise your faith. Let it loose. Let God have his way. My brothers, all things are possible with us too. 
We have had the gospel preached to us. The word has been explained. The word has been taught. The mysteries have been revealed. All to bring us to the recognitions of sons and daughters of God. To bring us to know who we are. Today that God is in man, is in us. God in his people. God in you to will and to do. Hallelujah. You can stop the sun by faith. As Joshua stood there and he looked at, oh my goodness, hmm. he was fighting. And they were calling for ceasefire. He said, No ceasefire here today. Joshua said, No, there shall be no ceasefire. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. He said, I'm going to fight. Hallelujah. And he refused any negotiation. Hey, no compromise. Don't compromise on the word of God. Because anytime we compromise, we get more headache. We get more trouble. The only trouble that Israel has been having is when they compromise on the word of the Lord. When God said, when you go here, destroy everything, and they have pity. He said, but that small Amalekite will grow up to be a big Amalekite tomorrow. So God told them, kill them. No matter who is there, destroy them. You cannot be more compassionate than God. Compromise has never helped the believer. Praise the Lord. May God help us. May the Lord help us, young men and young women. The prophet of God said, it's not how close you get to sin without sinning. It is how far you can keep your distance away. Lord, help us. Be open, be doing. Be a true believer. This thing that we are talking about, Lord, reveal it to me. If you see Mama standing, Papa standing, Lord, I don't just want to be a church member. I want to be a real believer. I want to experience it. That I will know him in the power of his resurrection. That no matter what we come and go, me, I want to stay right there. Don't lean on your mother and don't lean on your father. Get to Christ. The prophet said, many people are not getting to Christ. They get to a church and they stop there. But get further, get to Christ. Get behind the veil. May the Lord help us. You can also stop the sun. We read in the Bible like uh, the woman with the issue of blood. What did she do? All that we heard about her, the woman with the issue of blood. Is that not what we read? That's what the Bible says. 
But one day she saw within herself, she heard about Jesus. And she suffered for 12 years. She spent all her time and her money. But that day she heard, she said, I will go. And before she got there, she said within herself, if I can only touch the hem of his garment. Nobody said that to her. She said within herself. That if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I will be fine. I'll be all right. When you are praying for belief, when you ask belief that you have had it, that you've received it. She said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be all right. I'm not going to get back the same. And when we hunger and test for God, he'll make a way for us. So God made a way for her. And she touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus stop. You can stop the sun. He stopped. In that midst of commotion. commotion everybody was shocked. Even Peter said, what are you saying? Because Jesus said, somebody touch me. Peter said, what do you say? He said, I said, somebody touch me. He said, how can somebody touch you? The people are touching you. Everybody, the press is on. But he said, somebody touch me. Faith touched him. But Abraham said, faith always stops him. Faith always stops sin. He stopped there. And he looked around. And the sister said, praise the Lord. I'm the one who touched you. But thank you, I'm all right. Let me say this to you, brothers and sisters. The prophet of God said, I'm sorry if I, maybe you wonder why I said the prophet said it. The prophet, because the prophet said it, that's all. Because I believe the prophet. The prophet William Branham. Because when Jesus came here, he quoted the prophet. Jesus said the prophet said. Jesus said Jeremiah said. Jesus said Isaiah said. Oh yes, so if Jesus said Isaiah said and Moses said, I also said William Branham said. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody was, and Brother Brown read books, and he, 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 I said, hey, hold on, hold on. Jesus also read books. The Bible said he went to the temple, and the book of Isaiah was given to him, and he read out of the book. And, and, and I said to him, I said, do you remember that uh, Jesus, when he was reading the book, you remember when Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by everyone. I said, do you remember Moses said that? Moses said it before. So if Brother Brown said something that had been said before, he didn't commit crime. The, Daniel said, I understood by the books. I said, every prophet that has been on the land, read and quote another prophet. What are you talking about? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, you said this man is a message crazy man. Yeah, I mean, message by us. Good. I believe it. Yeah. It's my life. Yeah. Young man, believe it. Yeah. Let God give you the revelation. 
and stand by it. Because God has done good to me. God has been good to me. If not for this, I don't know where I would have been. I was preaching. I was testifying before I came to know this message. And when I came in, oh, everything opened. Wow. I was buying Christian literature books. I go to the Christian bookshop, buy these books, and buy these books, and read about missionaries, and read about this one. I never came across anything of William Branham. Until this message was, wow. I didn't buy books again. Everything is here. And sometimes I look at the prophet and say, is he a scientist to call him? Or a geographical or a geographer or a doctor? Because this man with that education moves everywhere. And he said, even the doctors, they come here and they sit down. And I teach them. They don't know what is sickness. They don't know what demons are. I teach them. What are you talking about? It's the mind of God. The message is the mind of God. The word of the Lord comes to the prophets. The prophet has the mind of God. And when you believe the word of God, you believe the message, you get the mind of God. That's why we are wise. We are wise. We know what to do, what not to do. Hallelujah. Get the word of God into you. Amen. Now you know that this boy is crazy. But I want to give you a quote for that. The way that people call heresy. That is the way I worship the God of our fathers. Amen. When you come to church, get involved. Don't just sit down and be looking. No, 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 no. Get involved. Be part of it. Be stimulated. Don't just sit down and quiet. And No, 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 no. Get involved. We worship the living God. Oh, praise the name of the living God. How can I be quiet? I cannot be quiet. If you say I'm shouting too much, you also have your voice. Hallelujah. The brother Brown told us the people that go to their ball games, they don't just sit down. In the flowers like this one, they don't have life. Anything that has life is emotional. Amen. Use your strength to worship the Lord. Your men, be burning with the fire of God. With the love of God. Oh, hallelujah. Rise up, shake yourself, clap, worship the king. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God in the eyes. What are we saying? Stop the sun. The centurion stopped the sun. He said, You don't have to come under my roof. Speak the word. Amen. Jesus said, Wow, I've never seen such a fit in Israel. What about the Christian woman, the Greek woman that was running after Jesus and the disciples? And the disciples said, Lord, send away. Send this woman away. She's disturbing us. Jesus, I cannot take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. She said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, master, that's wonderful. I believe that quote. And he said, but master, please, 
I'm asking for the crumbs that fall from their master's table. She stopped the sign. Jesus said, woman, great is your faith. Faith always stops the sign. And so today, you can stop the sign. We cannot go and resurrect these people for them to come and do it again. They live their day. They live their time. Now there is a bride on the land. Now there are believers on the land. And now it is for you and I to stop the sun. Oh, the prophet said, do you know that we have more authority in heaven before God than the archangel? He said, a son. And the servant, who has authority? Who has a right? He said, the son. We are sons of God. We are children of God. Our father will hear us. Your father will hear you. Oh, yes. We can stop the son. Don't stop condemning yourself. Stop taking yourself out of it. I'm not part of it. Me, I'm part of it. Amen. I am a believer, I'm part of it. And I'll press on until I will see everything. All the redemptive blessings, they are for me. They are for you. Hebrews chapter 11 talk about the heroes of faith. Through faith, they quench the violence of fire and they shut the mouth of lions. And through faith, listen to this one. Through faith, they refuse deliverance. They refuse to be delivered. They refuse, oh, you can't go. If we, it's, no, 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 we are ready to die. Brother Brandon said, faith endures. Not only out, faith endures. I'm standing here. We pledge allegiance to the Lamb of God. We will die for what we believe. We will live for what we believe and die for what we believe. And the Bible says, women refuse deliverance. Brothers refuse deliverance. That they might obtain a better resurrection. Faith endures. You can stop the sun. Okay, okay. What about... The prophet spoke about Auntie Jemima or Jemina, uh, the, the, the black woman that prayed and stopped the flight. All that we knew about her, a black lady. She believed in God. She read the Bible and she came to a point and said, Oh God, I am like the Shunammite woman. Where is she, Elijah? She fixed herself in the word. She found a place in the word. She found a scripture and she stood on. She found a character and stood on. And she was identified with that character. By what Bible character are you also identified? I'm a Timothy. Paul said, don't be ashamed of me. And my ministry and my work. What you have heard from me, say it. That's what I'm doing. Testify, that's what I'm doing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. She found a place in the scripture and she said, I am like the Shunammite woman. 
You give me my son. I don't want my son to die, Billy, a sinner. He has gone into sin. He has gone the wrong way, but I don't want him to die that way. He said, I'm not afraid of him dying. I'm not worried. But I don't want him to die a sinner. Where is Elijah? You did it for that sinner, my woman over there. You sent Elijah. And the Bible said, this woman, Brother Bram said, she has never knew that even there was anybody called Elijah. This mama that was praying, asking for Elijah, has never heard about William Branham. Has never heard that there is Elijah on the land. What about us that have heard about Elijah? What about us that have received this message? And we know God is real. And we can testify of all these things that we are hearing about. What are we doing with it? Why are you taking yourself out? Stop looking at yourself. And look to the Lord. And take that promise. She said, where is your Elijah? She was asking God, where is your Elijah? God has to look for Elijah. She didn't know about any Elijah, but she asked God, listen, this is me. Bible days are here with us. Bible is repeating. We are the continuation of the word. He said, where is your Elijah? God has to go around to look for Elijah. Because he asked God a question, where is your Elijah? And God has to look for Elijah. And he was looking for that Elijah. He was looking for his Elijah. And he, oh, Elijah was traveling in the air. Wow, Elijah was in the plane. How can you tell me today that William Brown doesn't fulfill the Elijah of Malachi 4? This woman was praying for Elijah. He said, why is your Elijah? What are you talking about? Brother Brown doesn't fulfill Malachi 5 and 6? Are you the one that fulfills it? Are you that Elijah? Hallelujah. Look, don't waste your time on these things. When you are convinced, you'll be concerned. All that I'm looking for today is to see the full manifestation in my life. I don't have time for No, 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 no. For what? No doubt in my mind about the message and the messenger. My problem is, Lord, help me to live by it. Let this thing be made flesh in me. That's what I'm looking for. That's why my prayer. I don't have doubt and question about the prophet of God. I don't have doubt and question about the message you preach to us. Because take the message, every message that you speak, you read and listen to, talks to about Jesus Christ. Challenges your life. Challenge you for the Holy Ghost. Challenge you for your life. Challenge you as a husband. Challenge you as a wife. Challenge you as a Christian. Challenge you as a believer. What again do you want a man to preach? Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Are you all right? Are you fine? Okay, I'm going to close there. The prophet was in the plane. Because of that woman's prayer, the plane developed problem. You think God is not alive? You think God doesn't hear prayer? He hears prayer. All things work out together for good. And right, the plane was flying across Memphis, whatever he called the place. And then the plane was forced to land. Because one poor woman was praying for Elijah. 
one poor believer was calling for Elijah. And because of that Elijah, the whole system was disturbed. God will disturb nature to bring his children out. He can cause a stare to bring his children out. He's our God. And none of us will get lost. And he's in control of everything. The people in the plane didn't know what to do. Everybody has to stop. Because one believer was praying for Elijah. Every business stopped. Every activity stopped. The plane was forced to land. You can stop the sand. prophet said he was going out to post a letter or drop something and then as he was going he was singing I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of the too bad today we cannot even sing sing alone sing at church sing at home come to church as if you want to be begged before you sing can't open your mouth to sing you can't clap your hands you can't say amen Hallelujah. We can do better, eh? Let's put our best. Let's put our all. Oh, yes, to the service of the king. He's worthy to be praised. Let's give a clap of him to Jesus. A good one. Yes, hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. King of kings. Lord of lords. Our redeemer. Our savior. Our healer. Our provider. The resurrection. The word. The truth and the life. Oh, the life giver. Praise the Lord. As he was going. The spirit said, keep going. Wow. Keep going. That will be flexible in the hands of the Lord. That will be led by the spirit. We've made program too much. Program this 10 minutes. Program this 5 minutes. Program this 2 minutes. After the, program, program, program. And God is programmed out. We should be flexible. And when God steps in, you recognize this is God. Let me, let, let, let's go. Let him do it. Let him have his way. Right. And when God is leading the way, you and I will come out right. No matter how it might seem, all things are going bad. No, 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 no. When God is there, he will work it good. Go, 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 go. And he continued to go. And as he went, this sister was there. He said by 4 a.m. she was outside. In this cold. In this cold weather. If something will tell you, come as I said, is coming for you. Say, hey, 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 hey. Not in this cold. I want to kill me. He's too cold to get out. But this woman came out. Waiting. And just as the prophet was passed, she was waiting for hours. The prophet was passing. She said, good morning, person. The prophet, he said, good morning, person. He said, how do you know I'm a, I'm a pastor? He said, do you know about the Shunammite woman? I am like the Shunammite woman. I know you are coming. What about us? 
May God help us. You can stop the sun. We can stop the sun. This woman has not ruled herself out. She believed that I'm part of God's economy. I am part of God's program. When I pray, he has to hear me. He hears prayer. And then she believed it. And said, look, I'm the one. I know you are coming. The prophet has to follow her. You can't stop the sun, my brothers. This is our day. Reach out and touch the Lord. Cast your curse upon him. Hold on to the word. Trust him. He will never fail us. He will never leave us alone. You can't stop him. I can't stop him. We can't stop him. And you will find it's not too busy to hear your heart cry. Brother Branham said, that childlike faith will bring him from glory into this tabernacle and it will release the desires of our heart. You can't stop the sun. God bless you.